For decades, TV has been an escape from our everyday life. We use reality TV to escape our jobs, children, and most of our responsibilities. Born out of the pandemic with two friends who became co-workers, I'm Greg. And I'm Demetria. Join, Join us, us to, to escape, escape reality. reality. And we are back. Hello, everyone. Episode 36. Yes. All right. Do you think I'll ever get tired of doing that? No. Mm. I don't. I don't think so. <laughs> We gotta name this one. Don't forget. Okay. You're on it. 36. 36. All right. Okay. <laughs> um, how are you? What's up? What's new? Not much, really. Um, you know, just work and whatnot. I didn't uh I got caught up on some TV last week. I didn't watch any new shows. I did watch a really cute movie on Netflix, the new um Kevin Hart movie, Fatherhood. Super cute. Oh. I did watch that. Um, but is yeah. it a comedy? Is it it's a mix. So it's definitely it's a tr- it's based on a true story about a father who his wife dies in after childbirth, not during, but afterward. Got it. So he takes a brand new baby home and has to navigate through raising her. But it's with comedians in it. So there's so he's a lot like of trying like, to be the rock now. He's trying to like navigate all genres. I guess. But <laughs> there was still definitely the aspects of Kevin Hart in it. And the little girl like stole the movie. She oh, okay. is so cute and funny. Who is she? Um, I've never seen her in anything oh. before, but she was super cute and like her comedic timing was great. So it had a lot of aspects of both things, but it was really good. Nice. Yeah. What about you? Anything new? Oh my God. I binged Mayor of Easttown <laughs> and I know I'm late to the game. This was in April. This is now almost July. I get it. However, it's rid. Did you watch it? No, but I've heard great it's things. Rid- like it's so well done. Kate Winslet is obviously amazing. Not shocking. Yes. But like it keeps you guessing until the very end. Oh, I'll have to try it. Like, I've heard good things. You have things. no idea. I knew there was one part, like, I don't want to spoil anything, but, like, there was one part I was like, oh, I knew the crimes weren't related. Eh, okay. That, that's not giving too much away. But I had no idea who the who the murderer was. Ooh, it was really interesting. This. Yeah. It okay. was kind of like a wow. Like, it was like, it was interesting. Okay. Um, and then I watched The Housewife and the Hustler. And? Because thoughts? I feel like everyone's talking about it and I had to watch it. Okay. So my thoughts are that it was very premature. Got it. It was very... Just historical about them, which is like fine, whatever. There's no new footage, and then they have like Daniel Staub and Dana Wilkie yeah, or whatever, who right are like not reliable like, sources. No, I take one look at them and I'm out. Well, the funny thing is, Dana's like, oh, well, I never worked with her because like I was gone. Like you weren't even really on the show because you had twenty five thousand dollars sunglasses. Like it's the only thing you're known for. Yeah, and that's all you. I mean, she had no real storyline. No. So she went- and then. So it just felt like what their Danielle especially and Dana's their quotes and their knowledge and their facts were all based on things that Erica has said. They're like, she spends forty thousand dollars a month on glam. Well, yeah, that's in the house. Like we already know that. Like, Got it. so it wasn't anything new. I'm really shocked because ABC is usually way more groundbreaking than this. Clearly, why this was on like Hulu only and not um, this wasn't a 2020 yes. episode by any means. Got it. Um, they brought up like. Oh, she's in the elite club of felon housewives and Teresa's the queen. Like all this like random stuff. And you can't legally say that because she hasn't been charged with anything. Yeah. And so I know now, like, I mean, his dealings were way before they met. So like, maybe she knows, maybe she doesn't know. I don't know this for a fact, whatever it may be. Right. Um, I don't know. We'll talk about the episode. I would say this Housewives episode this week was much more shocking to me than anything. And we'll yes, get into that. Absolutely. Um, what else did I watch? 
I don't know. That's it for now, I think. Okay. Um, hot topics. Yes. The hottest of topics. The one, the only, Miss Britney oh, Spears. Poor thing. I just, yeah, I just feel for her. I mean, my jaw was on the floor. Yes. Like, here's a couple of points that we need to point out. They're forcing her to take lithium. Yes. Which is like a bipolar medication, mm -hmm. whatever. Very strong. Um, one of the things like she was had a trip to Maui and they said you can't go to Maui if you don't take your lithium, whatever. Her handlers and her father's handlers watch her get dressed and undressed. Yeah. Um, the IUD, <clears throat> yeah, like that... that is absurd to me. There was a report I read today that was like more there was felons who were released during COVID for COVID precautions who have more rights than Britney Spears. Absolutely. She gets $2,000 a week and she can only spend at like approved stores. I mean, it's bizarre. Yeah, I feel like, and maybe there was things we weren't privy to, but I feel like the things that we saw, I mean, it was all very public. And I feel like for all of the things we saw and know she went through, it still wasn't nearly enough to warrant this. No, 13 years. Yeah. 13 and that, years. I mean, she's not allowed to get married without their approval. Like, yeah. you can't choose these she, things for a person. Her boyfriend can't drive her around ever. Yeah. That doesn't. Ever. I'm shocked they let him, like, still be in her life. Like, I'm shocked that they didn't, like. Yeah. It's all very, like, I mean, all just all the support she's been seeing. But, like, the biggest thing I've been seeing from everybody that resonates with me is this like you're you can't tell someone what to do with their body like that yeah. beyond anything else like you just can't well then like i thought it was the number one thing that was crazy to me was that jamie's lawyers or conservative lawyers whatever asked for a closed session and they asked Brittany, and she was like no leave it open like yeah let it get out there like she's got nothing to hide at this point like, she's literally point, a prisoner you yeah and, and no don't close this because you need to know how absurd this is and I think what was shocking to me is, like, I'm shocked she hasn't, like, taken her own life at this point. No. I mean, I don't know how anybody could live in – I mean, you're basically imprisoned. What was it? Not Rapunzel. Who's the the one trapped in the yeah, tower? Yeah, that is Rapunzel. Is it? Yeah. Oh, she puts her hair, hair down to – yeah. her hair. But, no, I mean, think about that. Like, people in prison can at least make their own decisions. Like, yeah. she can't do anything. So, she, I mean, she's pretty much enslaved. And I loved that yesterday Justin Timberlake – release a statement from him and his wife like saying he released a tweet first of all but, but it doesn't matter it's a statement no, I and it's the support just... of saying like his point was no one has the right to tell a woman ever what to do with her body like we support her and we stand by her and i i i'm like reaching out to her family to say like why are you allowing this to happen yeah i mean i think that that's important for people to realize like she has a whole entire family aside from her father it's like why is no one else stuck up for her you have a sister you have a brother you have a mom like what is going on well, so, and that's what's like coming out today is that like her brother gave a statement in 2019 it was like yeah she's the one on stage but we're the all we're the ones behind the scenes who are really sacrificing like sacrificing what her no. fortune right that you've her dad has like a hundred and sixty thousand dollar rv and britney gets two thousand dollars a week right. of her own money well and she's like, saying what? like so there's times where i work seven days a week like 24 hours a day pretty much and I can't even control, I can't even choose what I spend my money I worked hard on. That was, she said that. She said sex trafficker. The only thing I could compare my, like, having to work to was sex trafficking. Absolutely. Like, they forced me. And there's a, there is a video, I don't know when it's from, but she's on stage. And she's like, I'm sorry, like, it's so hot up here. I'm so sick. I have 102 fever, 104 fever, or something crazy. And she literally said it. She probably got, like, whipped when she got home about, they're like, don't say that on stage. 
Yeah. You can't do that. It's insane. <clears throat> it is terrible. But it explains, I don't know if you've seen the video of her when they announced, so Piece of Me, I think was the first one in Vegas or whatever it was. And then she announced Domination, mm-hmm. which and ultimately got canceled or whatever. But the Domination, she was like an hour late and then she walked, she was supposed to be on stage and all this stuff and she didn't do any of it. And that was like the beginning of her revolt of like, no, I'm not your puppet any longer. Like, I'm not. Absolutely, as she should. Crazy. Um, Also, under hot topics today, Kelly Dodd. She's never going away, is she? I, as long as you keep talking about her, because I certainly don't want to. So her daughter got COVID. (laughs) But the best part is that Kelly filmed like an Instagram live and said, oh, I thought this was over. I don't know how she got it. Who told you it was over? <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, but where do you get your information from? You, oh, this woman. So I then know. Kelly and Rick immediately go and get the vaccine because they had COVID in January, which they blamed Heather Dubrow's son yeah. or something random, um, which also supposedly her, Kelly Dodd, Kelly, Rick, Terry, and Heather were at dinner the other night in OC, which is like, I don't know. I thought they were like enemy, like mortal enemies, but who knows? That's what I thought. Um but now she's very excited that she filmed the whole thing. They're on the vaccine train. They got Johnson and Johnson. Well, and the whole thing to me is ridiculous because she's sitting there filming this whole thing, talking about her daughter's COVID. Oh, I thought it was over. But then she shows her daughter and goes, oh, doesn't she look, you look so pretty. It's like, ma'am, this is <laughs> not like, what, what are you, what is going on here? And why don't you just go away? Well, then what I found interesting is that she is doing a ton of ads on her stories. Yeah. So she must be trying to bank every dollar. I mean, they're both unemployed. So yeah, I mean, he's definitely jumped on her petty train because he's now in her videos while she's arguing about Gigi and this and that, like helping her queue up her videos and things like it's. Oh yeah. She totally lost that battle. Yeah. It's, I mean, you started attacking Gigi's race and all this stuff and like insane. Yeah. I I cannot wait to be rid of this woman. (sighs) And then we'll get into this a little bit more when it comes to Beverly Hills, but Erica's lawyers have signed back on and there's a new $5 million lawsuit against her for apparently hiding funds. Yeah. And then everybody wants to be agitated because she went to the gas station looking rough. Well, she went to the gas station, people. Let her have a moment. (laughs) Here's my thing. The biggest thing I took away from Housewife and the Hustler is that where is the money? He's on camera saying, I had 50 to $80 million in cash. And I had $50 million in a stock portfolio. Mm-hmm. Where, like... No, it's a good question. He's, and he's saying he put $20 million into her. Well, yeah, that's all, business. yeah. But that doesn't even account for half the money that you supposedly had. So where's the rest? Um, that was actually really funny. So who's the girl? She was on Chelsea lately. Heather um, McDonald? Heather McDonald. Mm-hmm. So she's on House of the Hustle. I mean, the slew of wannabes what? they pulled into this. Oh, God. Um, it's bad. It's real bad. Mm. Um, Heather McDonald's on there and Erica Jane was on Heather McDonald's podcast. And I guess Erica came in like completely glammed up and she had hair, makeup and someone else with her or whatever. And um, Heather McDonald was like, wow, I'm shocked that like it probably cost her $10,000 for a recording. Like there was no video. Right. So, like why would she do that? And I'm like, well, that's just who she is. Like, yeah. But. Hmm. Interesting. But her lawyers are back. She's well, got a lawyer. Thank got, God for that. I mean, there is a video of Tom in like Zoom court in mm-hmm. House of the Hustler, and he looks terrible. Mm. Like, doesn't look like the same person that we've seen. Good luck to them. Yeah. <laughs> My goodness. I mean, that's rough. 
and there's like voicemails that that's i mean his side of stuff is kind of shocking also shocking that like it went on for so long absolutely that's what's crazy yeah like it all just came out at once and there was nothing like it just it seems very puzzling yeah um, did you watch Bachelorette this week? I did. Did you fall asleep? No, I actually, I, I made sure that I watched it. I recorded it. And then when I came home the next day from work, I watched it first <laughs> to make sure that I got through it. And what were your thoughts? <sighs> you know, there's always has to be that aspect of drama. I feel like every season there's a troublemaker. There's the phony, like everyone it, has it. It almost feels just, like a cast of characters. Yes, yeah. but it, it's now starting to just feel like such a scripted situation where it wasn't like this before, where now it's just like you're expecting like, okay, off the top, we need that troublemaker. We need this person who's going to shake things up. And then who's going to be this person that's fake and everyone wants to get rid of. Like, it just feels like it, we're missing the point of like what this is about, which I felt like we got to toward the end of this episode, but definitely in the beginning, it was just like, this guy has got to go. Like, I mean, when looking guy, at it, like this Carl. Guy, <laughs> I, I know, but I was like thinking Carl, like equates to like Victoria almost. Yes. And I was yes. like, they're gonna keep him. No, but, like, he had to go. No. But I mean, at that point, it was different than with the women. Like everybody was hush hush, but these guys were like, here's the deal. Yeah. Like, as a house, we're not doing this. If you keep <laughs> him, then we don't know what is going on. Well, so it's the house versus Carl. She calls off the cocktail party. Her and Greg have a little moment. I don't I I don't understand how I watch him on camera and then I see him in pictures and I just don't see the same person. Oh, really? He's very attractive in photos and I don't find him attractive on t- No. On TV I mean he's not all. terrible, but he's yeah, yeah, no. Um why was Carl shadow boxing? Right. And then he said it's not my job to call these guys out. But, but you did. But this it, is what. Yeah. Yeah. But this is what you did. You did, but you didn't specifically say. So you just made a whole problem for no reason. And who were you shadow boxing? I, it was like he was warming up for the fight. <laughs> yeah. Um. We get to the rose ceremony, and Mike P. of all people was the one who was like the group's. Which I feel like that's what sold it because yeah. he's the trusted one. Like yeah. you know, his intentions are pure. He's pure. He's gonna come on and say like. This is what we think. And it's like, you have to take that. My thing also was like, Carl didn't perform well on the group date at all. Like he kind of lost it there. So he just doesn't seem like he was mentally prepared for this show. Yeah. He yeah. seemed like a little, like he was ill-equipped to handle was what was happening. Year ago. Um, so then Katie's like, do you all feel this way? And everyone nodded. Yes, correct. And then Katie leaves. And the only thing I can think about when she left is that Caitlin needs to stop the fillers. Oh. Her face, what? I don't pay him. I didn't even pay her any attention. I'm over the two of them. Like, they just don't do, you know, not like Chris. I mean, they just don't do anything for me. Like, Chris Harrison, he came in, he had his moments. But these two, it's like they just shuffle in and out. And it's like, why are you guys even here? And they shuffled in. And it was Tasha and Caitlin. Tasha spoke, and then they shuffled out, and they shuffled back, and it was yeah. Caitlin first, and then she spoke. And I'm like, "What? It's They're not a good. They don't have any chemistry. No, that's the problem. They're too similar. So there's no like yin and yang to them. Well, and they don't have a Caitlin. purpose. You know what I mean? Like they don't come and like connect with her. It's almost like, um, like the two friends just checking in on how your blind date's going. Like it's just yeah. very. Uh, I I just don't. It's very out of place. And I feel like it's a lot of glam for them for yeah, the screen it's time kind of, of 30 seconds. Why is there two? I just need somebody to explain this to me. Yeah. Um, so then Carl gets cut. And then that cute guy from San Diego yeah. 
What happened? Well, you know. Gotta go. He's going back Somebody's to the bar. Somebody's got to go. He's going back to the bar. Yeah. Um, no one said goodbye to Carl. Katie didn't even look at him. No, and he just stood there so and awkward. And then he finally out. just turned around and walked out the door. <laughs> and it was like, bro, you Bye, did Carl. this to yourself. Bye, Carl. You did it to yourself, Carl. Um, we had, I felt this was an awkward group date. I feel like it, may, it might have been too soon for this kind of, I thought it was going to be like honesty and like story. I don't know. It just felt very heavy. I mean, I feel like in this situation where you're expected in the next like few weeks to propose, you kind of have to just yeah. get into it. I always, I, you're right. I always forget that this is like a six week process. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> hey, we're we, a weekend. We need to put this, we need to get yeah. this all out because. Mm -hmm. I You're in neutral. We need to be in dry. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> I got to pick one of these guys and marry him. Um, so she wants 100% honesty. They all kind of told their stories. But Thomas, oh God, Thomas. tried to uh, spin his story. It was like watching a car crash. Like, uh, you want to go like, no, stop, 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 stop. And then. I mean, I get what he was doing. He was building a story and like a rapport and being like, right. look, I'm a good guy. But when everybody else is sharing like personal experiences of like things they've gone through in relationships and then you're like, I'll be honest, when it came here, it wasn't for you. It was just, I mean, to you come know, here. yeah, it was yeah. just to come here. And I, I would be lying if I didn't say like, I didn't think about the possibilities, but then I got here, but then you're great, but I'm still thinking like, it just, yeah. Oh God. Um, and all like he was very long winded. Connor B. First of all, who dressed Connor B. Himself. He looks like. I, I want to say he looks like a street vendor in Coco or like mm, something like. I love Coco. The necklaces and the open shirt and like. Yeah. All of it was just bad. Anyway, he got very very drunk and cheated on his girlfriend, which. I mean, I thought he was going to be like, I killed somebody with my car. Right. I thought it was going to be right. like, like life-changing. Like, I get it. Cheating is horrible. I'm not for cheating Absolutely. at all. Absolutely. However, I thought he was going to be like, and I got really drunk. And then I then I got somewhere. Then I got to a party and I got even drunker. And I was like, okay, he's going to kill somebody. <laughs> or he's going to like, there's going to be some like crazy no. plot twist. And he was like, and I cheated. I'm like, I'm like, really? Well, maybe to him, like, that is the ultimate, like. He probably wrote a song about it too. Hey, hey, <laughs> that's the next episode. God help us. Um, and then Katie opens up and tells her story about uh, lack of consent yes. and essentially sexual assault. Yes. Um, Thomas and Katie, this was odd. So this was the cocktail part. Mm -hmm. They go off and he had said in his roundabout sales pitch spiel, he is a real estate broker. So yes. he's probably king of the uh, spin. The sale, yes. Um, the art of the deal, Absolutely. if you will, Absolutely. Sir Trump. Yes. Um, and so he said in his spiel, he was like, oh, you know, my red flags, and you may see those, but I can explain them. And so she said on their one-on-one, -on -one, was like, hey, can you explain those red flags? And he, like, awkwardly danced around and, like, didn't answer anything. Yeah. What were your thoughts about that? Like, I mean, first of all, watching it, it was like, I literally, if I was her, I would have been like, great, all the things you just said, I asked you a question. He, that you, she like, did. Like, literally, he, like, Ted said 25 different things that had nothing to do with anything, like, pertaining to this conversation, and then <laughs> tried to bring it back, but still didn't really answer it. And at that point, I would have been like, you're full of shit, and you gotta go. Yeah. But then I think he realized that, so then he tried to come back, well, but yeah. by that time, you are, your damage is done, bro. I... Now you're making it worse because now you're interrupting. So now everybody's pissed at you and you already pissed them off earlier. I 
I so he interrupts Aaron. He was like pacing. Awkward. It like so he's weird. having a moment and they're having a serious conversation about his dad that died and everything else. And then you're just like pacing back and forth. Yeah. That's the worst. And I'm like, bro, go sit down somewhere. I'm shot. I thought she was gonna cut him when he wouldn't answer the questions. I would have immediately. Like, oh, let me walk you out. I mean, like, <laughs> we're done here. And she said, I think she was like, You still haven't answered any questions. Yes. Like, you're just but I wonder about her judgment because even with Carl, she was like, I just, we have a connection and I was going to keep him. I mean, Thomas is hot. Yeah, so like, but he's clearly a problem. I mean, you can keep talking all day round about, just take your shirt off. He's going to sell you a drink. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're going to go, what? I didn't sign up for this. Yeah, yeah I told you 10 conversations ago. He should sound like Arbonne or something. Because <laughs> nobody, everybody's going to buy it. They're Thomas needs to be in multi-level marketing Absolutely. for sure. Because <laughs> let me tell you. What's that one? Uh, all of them. Herbalife? <laughs> yes. Yes. Herbalife. <laughs> <laughs> What's yeah. worse, Herbal Life or Arbon? Um, I mean, I haven't. I'm gonna say Herbal Life because I haven't <laughs> had anybody really push Arbon on me. So. Really? No, oh, I've Lord. never. But I have definitely had multiple of the Herbal Lives. Um, so we get Thomas versus Aaron. Thomas said that he had to tell Kennedy he was falling in love with her, but he never actually said no, that. No, and no, you're not liar. You are not hey, falling in love. You with can't him. tell him to speed up the six weeks and then tell him to slow down. Well. True, but no, you're not. Um, but at the end of the day, Connor B got the rose. Thank God. Thank God. Anybody really Thomas? I don't know. A Connor B looks odd to me. He's His safe. makeout is weird. He's safe right now. She's going with the safe bet. Um, so Michael gets a solo date. We actually heard pre- previous <laughs> to the solo date. He was talking about, so he mentioned his kid in the first episode, but he mm-hmm. never mentioned like the situation. Right. So it turns out his wife actually passed away from breast cancer, which is like horrible. Yes. Like 34 years old or whatnot. Um, uh, can I just say, <clears throat> from Widow's perspective, watching this, my first thought was after going through something like that, and then now, like, getting back out there and making yourself vulnerable again, I don't think I'd do it on <laughs> this platform because there's so like, your first stop would not no, be I don't think so because it's <laughs> like there's a huge chance this is not going to work out for you. Yeah. And reopening your stuff up for that first, like, I, I, hats off to him because I could have never imagined. I don't, uh, here's my problem is that. Like, this is how he becomes the next Bachelor. The widow think, dad. Like, I don't think he's Bachelor. Everybody too. feels sorry for him. And then she doesn't. He can be like him. the Peacock Bachelor. Right. Like, but this is how it all starts. Like, she broke his heart. She, he fell in love with her after all of this. Like, it's that spin. So that was my first thought, is that this probably isn't the way to, like, dip your toe in. No. When there's a very high chance of you not winning her heart. Absolutely. So that was my biggest thing. I was like, ooh, like you're really going all in, in a competition almost. It's not just the dating game. No, and I could appreciate the conversation they had because it is an important conversation. And I only can imagine like one day I'm going to have to have that with someone and explain to them like this person in no way like overshadows our relationship, but you still have this love that it's yeah. like you, we didn't break up. We didn't, nothing happened. Like I can't choose. You can't turn it off. So the conversation I could appreciate, but the whole time I was like, I don't think I'd throw my hat in with 30 others for like, my first is, chance. My first, I was like, this is not going to end well for no, Michael. No, no, Michael. Sorry, no. Michael. Um, so we wrap up the episode. So Thomas and Jordan were kind of close, but then 
Jordan goes back to the house and kind of realizes that Thomas's conversation with him was different than what the, the whole house thinks or believes or what he said. And it just is like Thomas versus it was ugly. Yes. Agreed. And, the, and they asked, did you ever think that you'd be the next bachelor? I mean, Thomas is probably headed towards bachelor, but I mean, out of this group, there's no one else. Michael. <laughs> Michael you. is not going to be the bachelor. <laughs> would he be you. the first single dad? He would. Huh? I think so. There was a single mom, Emily Maynard. Oh. Yeah. Um, and Thomas just keeps talking his way, and then the episode ended. Yeah. Lots of to be continued for you in your life, huh? I really don't like it. You know how I feel I, about yeah. it, but I've just come to accept it. It's like they think you're not going to watch next week. I'm going to. Are you really? Oh, you're feeling it. If, I mean, if I'm there. Yeah. If I'm, God willing, I'm but here. again, you watch The Cube, so. Oh, it's so <laughs> It's so good. What is the premise? Oh my god, these people! They they news <laughs> of the show. I don't know if anybody's watching this, the cube, but let me just say, it is the show with Dwayne Wade and and its teams, and you it's for money. So like, if you complete the first task, you get a thousand dollars, two thousand, all the way up to like you know five hundred thousand, whatever. Okay. Um, but these tasks look easy, and then you get in, and they're hard. Like in for instance, if you were in the cube, our task is. Hit this target crossways. This you you go throw this way. I throw this way across, and we have to hit the target at the exact same time. How about how? Like right. <laughs> so you have to have the timing, and you have to both say go at the same time. But you have to make sure you're in sync enough that you throw it right up because it mm. has to hit these sensors at the same time. And you only have so many chances. Got it. Yeah, I'm better at trivia. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't do this. I'm just saying. Yeah. But I'm just baffled because I watch it and go, oh, they could. I could totally do this, and I could not. Uh, where should we go next? Let's do shots. Let's do Ooh. shots. We want to talk about that. Um, do you think Reza borrowed Sutton's roller from Tom? Uh, I think he... I think I need one. I told you I need to get one of these because everybody's rolling their faces and I feel like I'm missing something. There must have been like a Bravo gift bag and they all got... It's the same or, oh, exact roller. You know what it is? It's like on Instagram when they um, are like, oh, I love my facial steamer. And use my code and you can get it for $29.99. So, so maybe Sutton somebody... bought Reza's roller no. or Reza bought Reza Sutton, bought. <laughs> Sutton roller? Um... What was he doing with that leg thing? Like that's like a physical therapy. Yes, he said it was his leg massager, but it looked like he was dying. No, that's like a therapy. That, that, yeah. Like basketball players, like when yeah. you break your leg, like or whatever, like they put yeah. that on immediately. It's for like, your circulation. That's not like a, maybe he has circulation problems or something we didn't know. About. It looked excruciating. <sighs> um, we see Gigi and MJ at the sunk pumpkin patch, and Gigi says, "Boy, our Saturdays have changed." Absolutely. And then the montage they did of like. Holding Gigi back, rolling her out of places. Oh, those were good times. I mean, I was correct. Literally, I wrote favorite. LOL on this. Yeah, some of my favorite times. Um, and then we see Destiny and Paulina at Girls' Night. This friendship baffles me because we've all come to know Destiny is such a like a strong girls' girl, like woman power. And then you you guys have developed a friendship. But you clearly can't tell her all the shit that's going on in your life because she's not the kind of friend that's just going to be like, oh, okay, girl, and not say anything. <sighs> so now it's just making a mess because now you're sitting here telling her like over drinks so you're good and wasted that this has happened so many times. And of course she's going to say like, why are you still here? Well, it's not only that, but she's too close. Yes. To be like your confidant. Yes. And I think that, that gets missed because I think Mike doesn't realize <laughs> That she's like going over there to divulge all this stuff and like 
pouring her heart out and then he acts like destiny's just in the business like no your girl is telling her all your business well paulina said he this is the 10th time the texting yes. scandal has happened yes he doesn't see it as cheating it's his version of porn no that is not sir no no that's engaging in a so let me sex yes because, because here just devil's advocate what if one of these people says, yeah, let's, yeah. let's do it. Let's get For together sure. or here, whatever. Like that is not okay. Porn does not involve you. You turn yeah. it on <laughs> and then there's no interaction with these people. I mean, he's interacting. Absolutely. Um, and then it just kind of seemed like Paulina was like trying to cover up a little. Like, well, yeah, because I think then at some point in the drunkenness, she realized what she was doing and was like, oh shit, I'm telling the wrong person. This is not good. She need. I don't know who. I don't know who you're going to tell, but don't tell your kids, don't tell your ex. I'd tell somebody else. I don't know what to tell but you, girl. But really, doesn't matter who you're telling because you're telling it in front of a camera that's going to put it on national television. Ugh. Everybody knows now. A mess. Almost as big as a mess as Mike's feet. Did you see? I, I He didn't I, even have like a big toenail. I like, was, it was wondering why this was necessary. I didn't know there was a thing called Wiki. I didn't look it up. I didn't either because I, I hope that there's not. I think there is, clearly. I mean, I think I have good feet, but... Mike, they were rough. I have good feet, but I don't think I'd want them on a wiki feet. No. You're probably on there. I don't want to be. I mean, you might be. I better check. <laughs> um, this is not free, people. You so can't then, just do that. So then Rez is going to show Gigi a house. However, he didn't see the house. He sent a virtual third-party assistant to see the house. And it was, like, not the house for Gigi at all. No. I like when he was like, these stairs are a death trap for your child. Yes, exactly. Maybe <laughs> elevator you should have like, checked this yeah, out this beforehand. The right house. Um, and then I think they both realized kind of together that they're never gonna get the truth out of Mike. And I think Gigi no. kind of realized she's not gonna get the truth out of either of them. Like no. they're both saying what they have to say Absolutely. to protect themselves. Yes. And at that point you have to just let it go. Um, so then Paulina calls. Destiny before the Halloween party and mm -hmm. says, I need you to keep my feelings on the down low. Mike might retaliate. Yeah, that's when and I, I was go. Yeah, sorry. That no, but that's when I was like, something ain't right. But did she mean retaliate on her or retaliate on Destiny? Destiny, I think. Got it. Because what I here's my assumption. I could be totally wrong. My assumption is she went home. Somehow came up in conversation, her conversation with Destiny. He, he probably, she probably got yeah. him and was like, what did you talk about? Yeah, he flipped out, Duh. turned into a whole thing, and then was like, if she tells anything, I'm going to tell this, this, and this about her. And then she was like, oh shit, I need to call. Yeah. It's, it's. It's very messy. It's emotionally and mentally abuse. It, this is abuse. Yes. Like, this is 100% abuse. I don't right. know how to it's tell you It's creepy, this. too. Like, I don't know. I mean, to me, it's super creepy. Like, I, I know this is jumping ahead, but it's super creepy when they're at the party and she, like, gets up to go to the bathroom and then he's, like, looking. Where'd she like, go? Yeah. He's, like, so laser focused on where she's doing, who she's talking to, where she's going. No, she can't sit here. She can't sit next to you. No, she's sitting next it to me. Much. Like, it's very aggressive and uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, I mean, we could just want to move into Halloween one as well. Um, how did yeah. Nima think that he looked like MJ at all? I mean, if Tommy thought that that was looked like his wife, he I feel like I could randomly pick out a better MJ. Absolutely, look. yeah. But the fact that her husband helped him and it looked like that, it was like, mm, 
yeah. no. Um, and then Gigi just walked right in, did not say hello to him. She's not having it. No, no. <laughs> not here. You ruined my kid's party. Yes. And then You're, you show yeah. up dressed like MJ. And I don't think this is right. <laughs> you, she looked disgusted. Uh, uh, and then Paulina asks London about the whole Mike sexing This scandal. is what I'm saying. Yeah. She didn't even like, she did it at the party in front of Mike. Yeah. And London said, that's clearly cheating to me. Like, and I would never tolerate it. No. Nobody would, ma'am. Um, so this is what you brought up. Mike said, insisted that Paulina has to sit next to him. Paulina was extremely drunk. You can see she just yes. was not even She needed to, to eat some of that food. Um, and then Jesse wanted to play a game where she was asking all these questions. You had a question under Terrible your... Terrible idea. <laughs> What's worse, this or the Married to Medicine tell a rumor about yourself? <laughs> uh, this. Um, so the questions were like marriage and money and all this kind of stuff or whatever. And then Mike somehow was like pissed. And he's like, Reza came up with these questions. Because he like, said it was his handwriting. And poor Reza's just actually like, trying to eat. He's like, I had nothing to do with this at all. Um, Mike versus Destiny. Destiny said she's going to talk about all the whores in Vegas. That she knows because she knows them. And here we get to the bottom of things. Um, and then it just explodes. There's a physical altercation. Mm -hmm. Destiny wants him out of her house. But the crazy part was that Mike kept coming back and bringing it back to Reza, who's actively eating his soup. <laughs> yeah. And is like, this food is bomb and I'm trying to eat it. He was not involved. Which is what I would have been doing. All. And you want to keep bringing me in this. And I'm trying yeah. to eat this. I'm about to eat yours because you got up. With his 70s wig. Yes. Flower power. Absolutely. Um, 60s? Is that 60s? 70s. Flower power? 70s. 70s is disco. Mm, I don't know. Kind of together. Because disco ran into the 80s. Yeah. Too. Mm. Mm, you know. um, and then it, I mean, do you want to talk about all that went down? or Yes. Go for it. First of all, okay, so then he's accusing, but as he's accusing, he's still going back and forth. Then he finally gets her out of the Paulina Ferb thing is hiding in the bathroom, finally gets her out. As Destiny's trying to kick them out of the house and saying, like, get the fuck out of my house, they're having a physical altercation. They get out of the house. Mike acts like he's shocked, like, wow, oh, she's attacking me. She's, but bro, you just did this. Insane. And then they get in the car and he tells Polina, do not say a word until we get home. Do not speak. Don't say anything. That blew my mind because obviously the camera's producers, right, Mike but packs all You're not going like, to tell me. It. First of all, I don't know why we just left. I was in the, I was in the back here. I was having soup and tequila. <laughs> like what? <sighs> it was madness. I mean, it's never good when like production or security had to like get in between no. them. Especially, like, remembering, like, Reza kept saying, Mike, this is a woman. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but he stayed seated at the table. I'm going to finish this soup. Enjoying this You're soup. not going to take this away. No. And I'm going to eat those two that are now open. I wonder, like, they must all... So, between this and Beverly Hills, like, the amount of edibles that are being consumed... Yes. ...must be exorbitant. Because they're just all, like... Reza did not care. No, I think he is actively purposefully trying to stay out of it. Like, you're not going to keep blaming me. I'm going to let you make yourself look bad. You, totally. I was just going to say that. I yeah. think that he's like letting Mike be like, yeah. wow, you look terrible. Because I'm not now doing anything, nor did I say anything. And this is what you're doing. If Mike comes to this reunion, I would be shocked. It's, I mean. And we are mid-season. So we got a mid-season trailer and it yeah. does not get any better, folks. No. <laughs> it's ugly. It's it's just like visceral at this point. Absolutely. Ugh. Mm -mm. Anything else on Shaw's? If you're not watching Shaw's, I say this every week. I'm going to keep saying it every week. 
Get up in there. What I will say is I expect better from these costumes, people. Yeah. Like Beetlejuice, one of my favorite all time. They needed like, like Atlanta, Atlanta status yes. costumes. Yeah. It's not Beetlejuice. Like Gigi, she tried, she did all right with her skeleton. But Wait, like, I like Destiny's. It was like a twist on it Beetlejuice. It was, but I'm like, I love Beetlejuice. Fair. I need more. The pants with the jacket, at least. Got it. She did she have she, she had, had like, a jacket with a bra top and a skirt. And like a hot pants or something. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, where should we go? Let's go to Marriage Medicine. Did you know this was the finale? Yes. Did they say that last week? I feel like that's how I knew. But I just remember us talking about the reunion at some point just in our... Well, I saw the reunion. Yeah, I saw the reunion preview. Oh, mm-hmm. Lord. Um, mm-hmm. That, I mean, folks, clear my schedule for three weeks because... They need three weeks for this. Um, this is this season has been fantastic. Absolutely. One of the best in a long time. Yes, for sure. Um. I guess I just didn't realize they were going to end the trip on this like random. It was a very random finale altogether, but it was definitely like, whoa. Um, so Anita comes down to the bar, mm-hmm. Heavenly and Quad are sitting there. And Anita like figures out Lisa's room number and she's like, drinks on me. We're spending $600. You wouldn't have done that? No, oh, absolutely that not. Seconds. Girl, bye. I am, absolutely not. I will tell you right now. I, I am, want my money. I don't want, I don't even drink. So uh, why would I? First of all, I love Vouv Clicquot Rosé. Second of all, I am petty as fuck. And I would totally yeah. do that in two seconds. No, I would never. Not my style, but it was funny to watch that. <sighs> well, so they drank a bottle and they each took a bottle. Yes. Well played. And a tip. Yes. Of course. Of course. You have to tip. Um... So Contessa, they're talking about the men arriving, and she said Scott is going to explode if he feels like ambush. Well, and again, she asked for a specific vacation without Scott. Yeah. So it was kind of messed up to even invite him. Well, then the men arrive, yes. and it turns out that Cecil knew. Curtis did not know that they were going to ambush him. Yeah. But they, no one told him in the car, obviously. Because Curtis would have said, oh, no, because he already <laughs> went down this road. Yeah. So he would have been like, oh, no, no. Um, fast forward to dinner, and it is awkward. Scott, I, Leslie, Scott looks great, though. He did, but what I will say is that was not the way. They approach things in such a weird fashion. Like, sit down, have some dinner, ease into conversation, start talking about relationships, maybe share a little bit of your experiences, and then ease into that. But just to come in hot, like, yeah, no. I mean, also, you don't need, I mean, it's one thing if it was, like, the six of them, like, the three men and the three women, and, you know, and Jackie and uh, Simone and then Contessa, but, like, you didn't need... Four other women on top. No, of, and then yeah. Heavenly's like, "What's going on, Scott? Yeah. <laughs> what, what, what? So what's been happening? You know, Heavenly like, and what? Quad were guns blazing. Yes. And then it's like, and then the craziest, most like shocking part to me is through the whole thing, Contessa's like meeked, like head down, apologizing. Like, yeah. I'm I was so like, sorry. What? Yeah. We've been through hard stuff, and he said, "This is just a bump in the road." You <laughs> wait. We'll get to it. Um, so Contessa apologizes to the group and then she apologizes to Scott. So she's just, I'm sorry. She's sorry. She got the group involved. She's sorry that Scott got dragged into this in Jekyll Island. But then Curtis says, cause they're like, Curtis, what's your opinion? He's like, I can't have an opinion, but I don't have all the info. So 
I mean, I'm torn here because Cecil was part of the receptionist photo mm-hmm. issue that we saw. Mm-hmm. So, like, I feel like Cecil had more of a grasp on all of this than yeah. Curtis did. And that's a conversation that they should have had at some point before this. But also... I hope that's got to be addressed at the reunion, right? Absolutely. Because it was not discussed. No, because it's like there was other information here. And then on top of that, like, maybe we should have had a conversation separately before we went into this dinner of, like, what was about to go down. Yeah. Well, so Heavenly's texting her, and then Heavenly and Quad crash her room. Scott comes in to talk with them, and he says... His life coach is a man named Kevin Johnson. <laughs> Heavenly's like, you just made that name up. And Quad's like, I don't even know a Kevin Johnson. He doesn't know a Kevin Johnson. But like he clearly <laughs> earlier said it was a woman. He we saw it. It was on tape. We saw it seven times because but, like, production Quad kept replaying. And <laughs> Heavenly are both trying to say, like. The biggest issue, yes, is obviously this, but also why is this baby walking around saying you have a girlfriend? Kevin Johnson. Mm-hmm. Who is Kevin Johnson? We need to, we're about to find out. I also think that like Heavenly and Quad are great for comic relief. I don't know if that's who I would turn to for no. like a serious relationship conversation. No, but I would pull in Jackie. Yes. But Jackie didn't leave the table to come check on her. No. So that's what you got. You got what you got. Who do you think Kevin Johnson is? I would like to know. And, and how did he think? Days. I guess my thing is like. Somewhere in the world, Kevin Johnson's like, oh, hell no, don't <laughs> put me in this. But also, like, he knows that the last conversation was was filmed. Yes. So, like, how does he think that he's going to get away with? I don't with even think he cares. Switching a gender. <laughs> I don't think he even cares. He's just, go, he's just doing whatever. Uh, to try to keep his. Life. I don't know if I can go on without Heavenly My Life every week. I love her so much. <laughs> Who is Kevin Johnson? Right. He just made that name up. Right. Um, <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> so then the next morning, Toya's in her room. Carrie walks in, and Toya had probably my favorite Toya line of all season. She goes, Carrie just walked in like someone stole her dog. That's, yeah. That's, that's uh, the same. <laughs> so Carrie's room was next to Scott and the contestant, and she yes. said it was quiet all night. But they woke up. The yelling started at 7 a.m. or 8 a.m. about naked pictures on his phone. Probably not of Kevin Johnson. Let's hope not. That's a whole different conversation. <laughs> I mean, Kevin Johnson, send me some photos if you... I mean, I'll look. Be careful what you ask for. What? <laughs> you still don't know who this Kevin Johnson is. Kevin, slide into our DMs. <laughs> I just... And there's nothing more uncomfortable than listening to something like that and like just sitting there and knowing like, I can hear everything that's going on and I'm with these people. For a normal human, yes, uncomfortable. For Carrie, no. probably loved it. Probably oh. loved every minute of it. But she, she walked looked in here very like, disturbed. She walked in here like someone stole her dog. She looked disturbed. Um, so then Carrie and Toya go check on Contessa. As they go in, Scott's out. He's like, I'm not doing intervention. Like, I already did this. I'm not. Intervention part six. Like, yeah. I got to go. Absolutely. And Contessa chefs the producers out. Yeah. But they also have their mics on. Yeah. I never understand that. Like, you clearly know you have mics on, and you clearly know that this is going to be recorded, but yet you shut the door like, no, you can't come in here. Yeah. What difference does it make? So then, my most disturbing part of this entire thing was Scott and Contessa in the confessional. 
or in their interviews. So uncomfortable. And she's looking down in a way. He's talking to oh, the camera. So uncomfortable. And the producer says, Do you want to respond to the pictures that are being discussed? And she was like, And no. he said, Have I responded to the pics, Contessa? And she said, This is between y'all. Yeah, I have nothing to say. No. No, 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 no. You do. It's yeah. not because y'all is you because you're in the room. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, yeah. Ugh. She just looked like, like dead behind the eye. Like she just looked like she was just like completely. Yeah, that's sheer misery is what Ugh. that is. Like absolute misery. Um. So we're leaving the hotel and Lisa finds out about a room charge, which, which looked so staged. Like you don't go up and ask for your bill if there's nothing on it. Like who? Right. Well, maybe she was ordering room service or something. Oh. Who knows? Um, so then, I don't know if you noticed, but like they were arguing, and someone comes in. Like there was someone off camera who's like, "You need to leave," and they all had to like go outside. Yeah, they are all Carrie paid it somehow. Heavenly's trying to pay in cash. Uh, yeah, they're like, "Did you know about this?" And Heavenly's like, "Well, I did have some." Well, I drank but it, I but I didn't know. Her. Yeah, I didn't know what was happening, but I drank it. <laughs> Um, uh, and I didn't like Anila's whole like her whole vibe when she came in and how she handled it. it was like, lady, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. I mean, I applaud her. Even Cecil was like, that might have been the slickest move anyone's ever pulled. Absolutely, <laughs> and he was right. Um, like, who have you ever seen do that? But also, like, I feel like Lisa Nicole could have exited and handled it later. You didn't need yeah. to cause a scene in the lobby of the hotel. I also can't stand Lisa Nicole Cloud. So no, I I hope that this is the end. like I hope they just realize that she gives nothing and just let her go yeah. back to wherever she was. <laughs> back to her RV. <laughs> um, so we get our like final finale recap. This is what felt odd. Like there was no like party recap. Like they were all kind of whatever. Anila's house is done. It was stunning. It was that kitchen that the the marble. Yes, the it was bathroom, like a weird zebra, but it was just really the wall thing yes. up the up the bathtub and the bat and the master. Did you see the like? I don't know what it was. It looked like I don't know what was going on, but let me tell you, it was gorgeous. That marble on in the kitchen it, that was like yeah. not zebra, but it was like all like a marbly. It was beautiful. The entire the lighting, like the entire house. From top, like I think I rewound it. I was like, I want to watch our house one more time. Mm-hmm. But it was like, what's that? Like the crystals, you know, when you open up like a rock, like the yes, the quartz. Yeah, yeah. Like it would look like that was like the yes. on the bathroom no, wall in awesome. black, and it was like sparkly. I was like, and Dang. all of that was three million. It was like three million dollars. Like that's still a steal for the looks of this house. You're also in Atlanta, where it gets no, like hundred and ten totally. with hundred percent humidity. Absolutely, but I'm thinking to myself, as gorgeous as that was, like. W- Oh my God. So then the producers asked Toya and Eugene about their house sale. And Eugene says, I thought we weren't talking about this. But rumor has it amongst the group that it's because Anila's house is bigger and better and Toya wants a new house now. Thoughts. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life because you wouldn't sell your house. You just could fix it up if you really wanted to. But who gives two shits about whose house is She better? does. That's stupid. And as a husband, he should say, shut your mouth. I worked too hard to get this house. We're staying here. <laughs> We're out of tax debt. Happy wife, happy life, Demetria. Like, cut it out. I think you need to take notes for your next marriage. Absolutely not. <laughs> First of all, lady, you don't work. So be thankful you have a house. She plays tennis. 
Oh, the life. Um, this wish. reunion, y'all, three parts. Yep. It's going to be bombshell. Absolutely. I cannot wait. It seems like the men take Scott's <laughs> side, though, for most. I, don't, I mean, it'll be interesting. Well, let's see what happens. Because yeah. they know better than to do that. And then, it, the, I mean, the biggest bombshell, it sounds like Contessa filed at some point privately, but then rescinded yeah. the divorce paper. I don't know. We'll, we'll get oh, to the bottom of it, and wait. we will report it to you. Yes, guys. we will be here all three parts of the reunion, for sure. You know what I forgot to mention? I Totally off subject, and it just popped into my head. This is I, the, that is the beauty of this. I, I totally forgot to mention, when you asked me what I watched, um, I totally forgot to tell you that I did watch the Andy Cohen special with the Kardashians. Oh, That had a lot of bombshells of its own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh. Oh, that was supposed to be in Hot Topics. Tristan... Cheated again, and the joke was like he cheated in like, 2018, surprise. 2019. Yeah, he was seen exiting a bedroom with three women looking disheveled. I mean, but then I heard a report that they broke up weeks ago behind the last situation with the lady who went on. Um, he's just not a good guy. He's just not. And, and so, it's really sad that he's going to raise a girl in this world. And, and what's like, really sad even more so, is in this bombshell, like, no. so the premise of this, I don't know if anybody watched this, but the premise of this was Andy Cohn was allowed to come and ask any question without them reviewing the questions first, no topic off limits. So he was, he asked about like everything, everything, and they all had to answer it. Yeah. So when it came to her time, they talked, obviously he'd address the, this the, was part two, right? Yes. Okay. So obviously he addressed the Jordan Woods situation and then led into the Tristan situation and why, like, when he cheated, did you know he cheated the first time? And she was like, absolutely not. I was just about to give birth. And then he said, did you know it was going to happen again? And she, and she said, was like, obviously you hope not. But I thought like at that time, uh, like we had got past this and the first situation was so bad that the second wouldn't have happened, which then happened with Jordan Woods. Then yeah. they addressed that. And then it was, okay, so now you're like being back together. Like, how did you get to this place? And she was like, anybody that worked this hard to get me back as he did during this quarantine. And the whole family was like, yeah, I mean, like he went to each family member. Like, what can I possibly do? She was like, it would be crazy for him to do it again as hard as he worked to get me back. He's like Mike of Shasta Sunset. Yeah. He just, he can't stop. Like he almost like, you're just so stupid. Like, do you have a drinking problem? Because it keeps happening at these parties. So yeah. I have come to this place like that. <laughs> you go to these parties, you get wasted. You let these stupid girls leave you in your room. You don't know what you're doing. And then you keep getting into a situation. You should not even leave the house. You should just be with her and the kid all the time. And then you wouldn't have these problems. Yeah. But now it's over. Go play basketball, get that check and come home. This wouldn't have happened if the Celtics were still in it. You are not allowed to go anywhere else. Well, now it is what it is. Cause she's like, this is it. I, I mean, it has to not. be it. There has to be. Although yeah. he did get a win this week because that paternity suit that the lady was trying to say her mm. son was his and this whole big scene she made with the fabricated messages from Chloe, the judge made a judgment and said she was wrong. And now she has to pay him $50,000 to which she said today, Ask 50 cent for it because I don't got it. I'm broke and take another DNA test because this baby is yours. Oh, God. I can't believe I missed this. Just saying. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I meant to mention this, but it was it was a lot of things that came I up. Only saw, I saw the clips about like their most iconic. They had to rate their most iconic right. quotes or whatever. And Courtney's was, people are dying, Kim. <laughs> but honestly, like there was things that were asked that I was like, I always wanted to know that. Thank God you asked. Like, oh. Interesting. This whole thing about Kylie and her lips, like Chloe addressed her nose job and was like, "Finally, no yeah. one ever asked me." 
Maybe Dorit will address hers now. Yeah, she was like, no. No. <laughs> because she said to A.D. Cohen, no one has ever asked me. If someone would have asked me, what did you do to your face? Like, did you have plastic surgery? I would have answered. But people just speculate about my face Chloe. and never ask. Yeah. Yes. Dorit was asked directly. <laughs> How many house jobs? None. So. Zero. Yeah. If, I mean, ever you just want to watch something like it was? It was a lot of like eye-opening things. Speaking of Dorit, should we go to Beverly Hills? Yes. Yeah. Should we ritz it up a little bit in here? Absolutely. Um, so this is kind of random. I wrote this down because I watch it live because I can't wait because I'm very impatient. Mm -hmm. But so I always catch the end of the previous episode mm -hmm. when I'm watching it live, and that now Bravo, very smart. They throw in like a never-before-seen footage. Yes. Mm -hmm. And they're, so the footage this week was that Sutton's husband filed for divorce on her birthday after attending her birthday party, bringing a cake, doing all this stuff, and then she got served papers. <gasps> Who does that? Right? And she was like, you couldn't have like given me a heads up? Like, why'd you bring me a cake? And then someone's like, well, I mean, if you're going to get divorced, a cake is the way to like break, you know, who doesn't want a cake? That is unforgivable. Anyway, so when they replay the previous episodes every week, they show a never before scene. It's actually really, sometimes you get like some good tea. Mm, okay. Uh, but we pick up from the to be continued. Erica arrives, and Garcelle wants all the information. Hmm. She wants everything. If you're going to show up, you got to tell us everything. I mean, that's asking a lot. It's the first, first time we've seen each other. Just let me ease into this one. Well, yeah, and I think like, would you expect her to come in and be like, okay, here's bullet points of everything? Like, it'll come up, I'm sure, in conversation. Yeah, like, like you don't let's need... just let her get sit down for a second. Yeah. Um, we get to the lunch table and we decide that Dorit is long winded and Kathy is shorthand. Kathy, I... God, I love her. I when think Kyle there's something was telling wrong with the her. story and is like, and then I was like, and you know what I mean? And then you know who I'm talking about? Kyle does like, the best impersonation. That, yes. But when she did that, I was like, I could totally see myself having this conversation with her, like, uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh, no, totally. <laughs> like, I, I feel like we are we need to be together. Remember when they were in, I don't know where they were, they were on a trip, and it was like, and Kyle did everything, yes. she did Teddy and all that. Like, Kyle's the best. Yes. At, yeah, for sure. She did. But what was even better was because then they showed the conversation between Renna and Kathy Hilton, yeah. and it was exactly that. You know, you know, yeah. and I was like, you know, like, you either do or you don't. Yeah. Like, like, what? You do or you don't want. And Lisa was like, well, the funny thing is, then you see right. Sutton's face, and Sutton like looks at her, like turns her head, like, "What is she talking about?" I got it, and I will have that conversation with you any day. Um, so they ask about everyone's day or whatever, and Sutton said, "Oh, I got a new car," because Garcelle brings it up, and Erica said she needs a ride. Yeah, we got but, you, girl. But then she said that she bought a car. She bought yeah. a Range Rover. Yes. And then she spills it all. Okay, so. Do you want to say what she said or do you want to get into our feelings? How do you want to do this? Well, I mean, I feel like we have, can touch, make touch points. Okay. So she says, I had to let go. I spent 30 days cleaning up my life and cleaning up everything. I filed on election day on purpose because I thought I'd be buried, which we As all, we, which we yes. all knew. Okay. However, we all knew that there was not going to be an actual like definitive election winner that day. So like right. you should have waited till you knew like whatever. Um, she, to me, it seemed like a shell of herself. Like, she didn't seem. So here's what I was taking from this. So in the first episode, remember, she touched on being, like, on antidepressants. And then she okay. touched on um, when this all was, like, unraveling in this episode, she was saying how, like, their relationship had turned into pretty much just, like, hi, goodbye. Yeah. Where it's, like. 
a transaction of sorts. Like he wasn't really talking to her. They weren't having any conversation, any interaction um, whatsoever. Even that day she was saying like she dropped him off and said, I love, he said, she said, love you. I love you. And he was like, yeah, see you later. He said, thanks, hon. Right. Yeah. But you know, pretty much like despondent at this point, it just made me kind of feel like, is she finally letting this wall down of this facade she's been playing and letting us see how actually miserable our life is? So I have a couple of feelings about this. My first feeling is, you entered into this arrangement, marriage, whatever, if you really loved him, fine. It's always been this way. Mm-hmm. She said this from the beginning, like, Tom wears the pants, it's Tom's world. Like, I, my question is, like, why now? My other point in defense of Tom, which I never thought I'd say, but um, seeing somebody kind of go through, somebody in my life is kind of going through, like, dementia, Alzheimer's, mm-hmm. like, just old age in general the lack of communication and the lack of engagement is a way to hide the fact that you're actually going through this depletion of your, of your mind. Correct. So the thanks hun was probably a way for him to avoid having to have tough conversations that he can't engage in because his mind doesn't work that way. Which begs the question, does at this point, is it a privy? Like, does she know he's starting to decline? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, is she thinking this is just how he's treating me? But I feel like he's always been, she said this before. But the thing she said now is different, right? Because then yeah. she says like how they went to dinner with the friend. Oh, so, I mean, there's there's quote. different, you know what I mean? Like now we're she's starting to get into some different things that before were never said or done, like anything. Because you remember how they showed the clip of her when she was talking to him about Chicago and he told her he was proud and she was like, that's all I've ever wanted from you. Yeah. So I'm wondering if like she's been trying to get validation from him for so long because in the beginning she was an Erica Jane. She was a mom and yeah. she was like, her look was different. You can see in the pictures, like she's happy. She has the kid and him and they're smiling. And then as the progression of Erica Jane began, it was a different vibe, like yeah. a different stoic thing. And so I'm wondering, it just makes you wonder, like, what started to happen there? To say something like that and have your wife stick, I would not yeah. stick around. I just, I don't, my thing is like, I don't think a lot changed in the last year. It's always been Tom's world and she's but been living But we in don't it. also know what happened yeah. during COVID. Yeah, for sure. Because every relationship experienced things that maybe them being stuck together in that environment, who knows what then started to come up. Yeah. Also, I mean, you have to realize, too, that these, the date, so she filed November 3rd. Right. I mean, these lawsuits, the major lawsuits were filed July, August, September, October. Right. So there was major stuff happening yeah. That she had to be well aware. It was all in the press. So she was yeah. well aware of it. The biggest one, I think, was like September 28th or something. Yeah. Was like that major lawsuit out of Chicago with the, that's the widows and the orphans of the flight in Indonesia. Got it. Um, so you filed five weeks after that. Like you yeah. knew that was happening, you know? I don't Absolutely. know. Absolutely. But I mean, I don't want to say that it, they filed to hide assets or whatever, but it just seems very odd. I mean, it seems like yeah, there's a the lot of money missing. Yeah. Very wacky. Um, so she needs to get a handle on what's coming for her. Maybe he hid it and doesn't remember where he put it. He said on camera, well, this was the house of the hustler, but he was like, it's gone. It's all gone. 
But I mean, he's had that house for like 30 years. She said she's what, the fourth wife? Third, Third? yeah. So, I mean, That's what I'm saying. So like, yes, it's a 14,000 square foot house. It's going for 14 million, but he didn't, he probably paid a million right. 30 years ago. Absolutely. I mean, I don't know. Um, but he probably does have like alimony and I think he's got older kids, right? So like child, yeah. he's probably got yeah. like, I mean, well, he's also 80, so that probably ended. Yeah, that's know. been over. Um, you so a little 18. comic relief, we see Kathy being shorthanded again. And okay. she says, being in the cover of a magazine, you know, it's not good either way. Mm-hmm. And she was talking about Tom being like, I don't, I don't know. I don't, what did, what was she, what did she mean? And she just was adding her, <laughs> she just was putting a little, you know, sprinkle of Kathy on it. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess. love it. I love her crazy. Um, I love it. We see Garcelle, she's meeting her dating coach and she needs the man not to be too big. And then she's like, you know, the diamond or what does she say? I was like, what is happening? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but she says she's too independent for most men. Okay. <laughs> what is that? What? I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't, you can be independent and a man can appreciate it. It's just, how do you treat these men? Yeah. Like men can appreciate independence as long as you're not like belittling them. I think what she touched on was like, she's 49, I think. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Yes, you're getting all these gigs. You have to strike because in 10 years, you're not going to have a load of offers on your desk. Sure. Right? So I think that was kind of her saying, well, my career is first right now so I can yeah. set myself up for I mean, if you meet a man that's business minded as well, though, it shouldn't be. Because like she records the talk five days a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Or the real. Yeah. The real. I used to like that show. Um, so Kyle and Dorit talk things out. And then Sutton, they actually start talking about Sutton versus Crystal. And Dorit says that Crystal's version is that Sutton didn't knock and that Crystal is feels violated, which we'll get into in a little bit. But let's just yeah. keep that on the tip of your mind there, folks. Okay. Um, we see Erica's new house. It's 2,000 square feet. It's cute to me. Yeah. I mean... I. Hey, it's not my style. I have an apartment, so I love everything. <laughs> um, and this is when she tells the story. She said, you know, a lot of people don't know what's going on or whatever. We were at a business dinner. This man leaned over and said, you know, how do you keep her something? And Tom said, if you can afford her, you can have her. Yeah. And it made her feel like like she was an asset or she was like a yeah. Will you become call girl? Yeah. A, pro- a piece of yeah. property. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was like, that was sad. It did. That, when she said that, I was like, I can't imagine <laughs> in a million years and still sit there and eat, like, eat your dinner yeah. and just be there. You, you'd finish your dinner though, right? Um, yeah, I would, would say, <laughs> I'm leaving, but I'm taking this. Yeah. Put my filet in a yes. box. <laughs> box this up. I got to go. And don't forget, throw in a dessert to go also. I'm going to need the that. bread. And the bread. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sutton and Kyle. So Sutton had told Kyle that she never had a mammogram. And Sutton said, Don't tell Kyle anything. She's very annoying. <laughs> I was like, I'm loving Sutton this season. Yes, she, <laughs> she's funny. Um, Rinna and Erica have a recap of the day that Erica filed. Erica drove him to work, which begs the question like, is he not able to drive? I don't know. Did he ever drive or did he have a driver? I, I mean, know. who knows what the deal is? I think we are all missing the fact that he's clearly declining in mental capacity. Absolutely. Um, and then that's when she said, I said, I love you. He said, thanks, hun. She felt like an empo- employee. So she had her, she went home, packed. The moving truck was there. What was there, packed yeah. everything, and then had her lawyer file right then. 
Absolutely. Yeah. And then he got home. Did he not realize that she wasn't home? Because the next day probably is when not. he got served. When he got there, you I mean, it's a big house. He probably just thought she was somewhere else unless you <laughs> notice that your stuff is gone. <laughs> <laughs> she only took like two chairs. She only yeah. she took very minimal stuff. Yeah. But what I'm saying, like, did he just wander on the house that night? And like, did he not come home? Like, this is, that was weird to me. The like, thought of it is sad. It's like. He didn't blow you up. Like, where are you? It's November 3rd. Why are you not at home? No, clearly not. Weird. Um, maybe so, he was at an election party. Maybe. He's a big Democratic donor. He's huge in the Democratic. Yeah, maybe he had to, go to California. Like an event. Maybe. Um, so Kyle and Sutton FaceTime before Crystal's party. <laughs> Kyle goes, oh, you think I'm going to be cold? And Sutton goes, can I bring you a coat? And I was like, oh, my God. Like, I love that they're just kind of being sassy and, like, making light of. Yes. The situation coat gate that I no longer want to talk about, but no. let's finish it up. Yeah. Um, so Crystal's party, Erica is using cannabis lube what that Kyle is... gave her. I we haven't talked about this. No, okay. So what? I talked about this with somebody last week. It was not me. I need to find out who it was. It's it's either I mean, what are you pushing lube to everybody or what? What's cannabis that? lube. Okay, so like what is it, this? Okay, so <laughs> it just it doesn't work for men because like your penis doesn't absorb. This is where Got are it. we going with this? Okay. The penis doesn't. No, we need to know. We need to know. Okay, so your parts. Yes, I have lady parts. Mm -hmm. Absorb. Okay. Liquids or whatever. Okay. So you get like a really ridiculous body high, oh. but then that you, area. Okay. Pause. Yes. I have severe anxiety, which is why I can't use cannabis at all. Okay. Will this trigger my anxiety? It shouldn't because it's body, not head. Got it. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Because I would hate to have a whole <laughs> panic attack in the middle of all so of that. So you should put it on 30 minutes. So everybody, if you have... Okay. Also, if you're a gay man who's using it on the other side, it does oh, okay. absorb there. Oh, okay. Got it. Got or it. a female, if you're into that as well. Up mm. to you. Um, no, thank you. Welcome. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. I got to ease into this. <laughs> so let's just start with um, So your parts yeah. would... <laughs> yes. But you she's using it by herself. So this is something you just put... You can. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, but, you can. but the purpose is for two people. I mean, no. The purpose is for you to enjoy yourself. So what it does is it, in 30 minutes, will heighten everything down there. So why would she put this on to go to a dumpling party? She was probably using it by herself with... Oh, and then just... And then had to go to the party. Got it. Because I imagine it'll probably last an hour or two, I imagine. Oh. But then it also makes things what? very wet. Mmm, got it. Where do you purchase these type of... At a cannabis store. So I actually had a, so I used to work in Like cannabis, this is a but, trusted thing? Yes. You just purchase oh, stuff? yeah. Oh, okay, okay. And like, so I actually had a client who specialized, it was called Lady Chatterley's Lover. What? And it specialized in cannabis Very down products. to the Abbey. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. It just, <laughs> stop scratching your head. <laughs> Literally scratching your head. Yes, because I'm like, when she said that, I was like, wait, what did she do? Uh-huh. Oh, it just okay. okay takes everything times ten. Got it. Um, I mean, I mean I've known like couples whose uh, sexual relationship kind of fizzled, mm -hmm. and this like brought it back a hundred percent. Because like it just everything down there reacts positively to cannabis lube. <laughs> 
But not, but you won't have an anxiety attack. Okay. You shouldn't. No, it's just like a very, who was I? I was just having this conversation this weekend with somebody. I'm going to need to like go through my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, who I was people always, to. because I have anxiety, people always suggest me CBD and different things like yeah. that because I have such no, so panic you, attacks. No, so you would want anxiety. THC if you're going to do the lube. Got it. The CBD. Don't eat it though. Because otherwise. I mean, you can, but if you get paranoid and anxious, yeah, probably not. But they, they, that should help your anxiety. Doesn't. I'm a huge I, proponent of. Cannabis, I, let me tell so. you, some of the stories is terrifying. Um, but I mean, Kyle and Mauricio gave her that lube, which makes sense because their their sex life is probably like insane. Like it. Well, they just gave her some lube. Like, hey, try this. Oh, okay. I don't know why her. Okay. I don't know. Well, Maybe she was just there. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. I mean, she sounds already uh, ready to mingle. She said ninety days. Yeah, but ninety days is not a long time. That comes. That goes quick. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm just gonna say. Um, so Crystal and Sutton pull each other aside. Yeah. Sutton says it's very dangerous to be talking behind our backs. And Crystal says, well, people keep bringing it up to me. False. Right. You keep bringing it up everywhere. You've told yeah. everyone. Correct. Production does not give a beat. They roll tape. Yeah. Like no other. Sorry. How long was that cannabis, Lou? I don't know. <laughs> we like. That's what we should name this episode. Like Lady Chatterley's <laughs> 36. Rules of lube. Good, good. Get yourself some cannabis lube. Maybe we'll do a cannabis lube giveaway, but it'd have to be like in California or something. Right, right. Um, sorry, that we're we're not trying to get off topic, but no, it happens. Um, so production does not skip a beat. They roll all the tape of Crystal telling everybody, talking about it nonstop, all this stuff. Yes. Um, I will. Did you watch Watch What Happens Live last night? I did not. So Crystal did it, take did a lot of, she was like, I take full responsibility. I She did knock. I'm so sorry. We've talked about it. I was wrong. All this stuff. So she has taken a brunt of the responsibility. Anyway, they take it back to the group thinking that it's going to get resolved. And Sutton comes in hot. And she's like, you're defamatory. You use words like manic. And Chris like, I thought like, we're moving on. So like, that's great. And then Crystal said, I'm bar- I'm doing her a favor by burying this. Well, remember, we talked about this before. And I was saying that um, when she said the manic thing, I knew that was going to trigger something. Yeah, like oh, that, I, yeah for I had, sure. I knew this was coming back. And we said those, those are very heavy words. Um, and then it seemed like they kind of buried it right there, hopefully. Yeah. Um, so we end the episode with Erica in a confessional. And she says... I have so many challenges ahead of me, and there's so much that these women don't know. Dot, dot, dot. Well, we're about to find it out. I mean, it's obviously the lawsuits. I wonder if they're going to link it back to two truths and a lie when she said, I work for the mafia, whatever. What if she's in on it or something? I don't well, I mean, there's going to be definitely. I, I feel like it's gonna some. It's just gonna unravel into a bunch of stuff that we're gonna. Probably My question about. is like, I guess, how did you get it? How did he get in so deep? You think at some point, like one of the payoffs would start getting him back on track? Yeah, I don't I, know. Like you, I just think at some point, like he would have had some sort of plan. Like, oh no, let me get ahead of this, or. How can I, I don't know. Well, I mean, that's what I'm wondering. Ultimately, like, does it just come down to how he was treating her? She just couldn't take it anymore? Like, yeah. maybe she was trying to hang in there and he was just being, who, I mean, who knows? I have to get more information before I can really say. 
I mean, I think that if she thinks that she's going to walk away scot-free, there's no way. Absolutely that. not. Just so like because the divorce the fact is that, not going to help. You. No. Yeah. But I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. A lot of people have come to her defense and just been like, hey, you guys are all making assumptions and decisions based on something that like hasn't even happened. She hasn't been convicted of anything yet. Correct. So yeah. we have to do, have to say and address that. But I mean, what's going to be really rough is when I think they're at <clears throat> lunch or dinner at someone's house. And yes. that's when the widows and the orphans yes. come up. Yes. So that, I'm sorry, I was incorrect earlier, but that widows and orphans gets filed after she files because that lawyer in Chicago sees her file and goes, something's going on. And that's when he leaked it, I think, or oh. something. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, but I just, I think like, oh, it's just a lot. Yeah. And you could tell like her vibe has changed in a way that you could tell like it's heavy. Yeah. But she doesn't seem like herself. Though. No. And if she's looking for something to sell, let me tell you, you sold me on this lube stuff, lady, just by explaining what was happening. So you might want to get into that business. I mean, Demetri is literally halfway out the door trying to go find some. I mean, I'm just curious because I had, ne I had never heard of this. Oh, so yeah. So I was just like, wait, what is happening? And there's like oil. I don't there's know. All kinds you know, of I'm, stuff. I'm, out of, the, I'm mm -hmm. out of the game. I have no idea. Get back in the game, girl. I mean, this sounds. <laughs> a little too much. I, you got to ease into it. I think that's a little bit <laughs> like jumping right in. But uh, wow, Lady Chatterley. Awesome. Thank you so much. Like us, rate us. Yes. Our Instagram is followers are coming in like crazy. Fantastic. Thank you uh, so much. Yeah. So yeah. keep that up. Uh, let us know what you're watching. Yeah. We have Below Deck starting on the 28th. We mm -hmm. have Potomac starting on the 11th. I'm going to start Big Brother in two weeks. I'm going to try to convince, maybe I'll buy Demetrius some cannabis lube. And oh, well, dangle it I won't have time for it. <laughs> I won't have any time if you do that. I dangle it in front of her. Uh, I think you really like it. It's like a competition. There's some like mind, there's like I trivia. I try. And, I just feel yeah. like it's a lot of commitment so many days a week. Yeah. And like they just, they like their casting is always brilliant. Like they pick really great people and there's like a good mix of people. And yeah, I remember the first, I did watch it in the beginning and that yeah. was my thing. It was just on so many days I couldn't keep up. Yeah. And it's crazy. Like people would submit to be locked in a house for I 90 could days. Never. No outside. They only get like, if like a grandparent dies, they'll like right. pull them inside. But yes. okay, hey, we have to tell you something. Like it's not good. Like, yeah. like very rare. They were in the house for something that was like, I want to say it was like a terrorist attack and they didn't tell. There was something like, what? I forget what it was. There was something big going on in the world. And like, was it 9-11? No, that was real world. Oh, yes. real world. That's right, that's right. They were. Yeah. Um, I'll have to look it up. There was some big event and I don't think they told them. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. It was, it was pretty interesting. Like they're very strict about their lockdown policies. We'll discuss this further. Yes. But like us, rate us. Yes. Please. Follow us on Instagram. Suggestions, comments. Whatever anything. you got, give it to us. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.